Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pat yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. on the back. Give your neighbor a high five. Hug yourself. I mean, it wasn't do whatever you got to do. Literally a four day you week. guys, but we made it. We made it. We're here. We celebrate everything. Okay. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. <sighs> and every day, wake up. It's the sugar crash that okay. I just had from National Donut Day. Oh, Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. And on my birthday, I only ask that we begin the show as we do every day with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's the three at 1203. <laughs> It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Uh, so, I, I don't know if you know this about me. Um, I love the spelling bee. I forget that it's on all the time, so I watch replays of it. But spelling bees make Wait, me what? happy. What? You watch replays? Of spelling bees. Yeah. After the script's spelling bee is over, when they replay it, I will watch as much of it as I I love spelling bees. You're weird. I've never heard that in my entire life. Fine. I love spelling bees. Okay. Weirdo. And I want to tell you about the winner of the script's spelling bee. Uh, I think it's pronounced Karthik Namani won by correctly spelling the word koinonia. Do you know that word? Do you? I do because my pa- my parents were in a Koinonia group. It was a very 70s spiritual group that came out of a church. It was like, you know, you'd have like your Are own you little... Lying I'm, right no, now? I'm dead serious. My parents have a group called Koinonia that is... Because Koinonia is... It is an intimate spiritual communion. And so... They formed these koinonia groups in the church that I grew up in, and my parents hung out with it. Have going still meet monthly with their koinonia group. First, you tell me you watch spelling bees on reruns, and Mm -hmm. then you're telling me your parents were in a cult. It's not a cult. Oh my gosh, stop! It's not a cult. A koinonia group is like a small version of a Bible study. It's not a cult. It's just a study group. So weird. Anyway, koinonia. I don't know where I am right now. Here is that moment. Karthik Namani, if you spell this next word correctly, we will declare you the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee champion. Right? Otherwise, you'll not win. Koinonia. Koinonia may have the definition. Intimate spiritual communion and participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community. 
May I have the language of origin? Greek. Koinonia. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. That is correct. <laughs> Yay! He's a winner. You are the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. Isn't that a cool? I just doesn't it make you feel good inside? I just think I think there's something weird about spelling bees because it's such a like in this day and age, who needs to spell? This is true. It's kind of an uh, uh you know an archaic ritual, right? Because your your text uh, will. It's like having a handwriting competition, right? Which I'm not trying to throw any shade on the kid because obviously he's amazing. See, the thing about it is spelling is a lot. Good job. It's as much about memorizing as it is about understanding language, right? Spelling is because that's why they ask for the language of origin. It's to give them clues about how to correctly spell things. So anyway, congratulations to young Karthik Namani. I, uh, I applaud you. I salute you. And I will be watching you on the replay. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. But you kind of know what happens. It doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter because I like to listen to them screw up and like and succeed and screw up and succeed. It's so it's just oh it's God, fulfilling. Selling. I like to watch them screw up and it, succeed. It's also good family viewing. Okay, I need to tell. Speaking of screwing up and not succeeding, mm-hmm. let's talk. Can we talk about Roseanne? I think we have to. I mean, we started the week talking about it. Actually, I don't even remember. This week has been a blur. What day did we start this all on Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, because we were off on Monday, right? Yes. So we couldn't, you know, we couldn't really screw things up on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we just go back there again? Um, anyway, on Tuesday, the world basically uh, burst into flames. And um, mostly because Roseanne uh, decided to go on a racist uh, tweet uh, storm uh, early Tuesday morning from her beautiful home in Hawaii. And uh, it just kind of all went downhill from there. Now, photographers most recently uh, asked Roseanne to comment on the cancellation of her show yesterday. And here's what she had to say. I'm not going to talk to you except for to say, have a nice day. I believe in one law for all people. I love all people. Thank you. Okay. Um, You're about four days late on that note. So here's okay. Go ahead. Your thoughts. And then I'll have thoughts. Thank you. You're welcome for letting me have thoughts. Um, no, I, I just wanted to say of this particular clip, I you know, this is the air. OK, so the world moves very quickly. We are now in the stage of the trajectory of this story where, frankly, um, we're supposed to start having pity feelings for Roseanne, I believe, because when I watch what stories are being published in articles and it's like we're going to start shifting now. And we're going to start feeling sorry for Roseanne. And I just, I don't feel sorry. And like, I can feel compassion for Mm -hmm. her, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm sure it is a miserable existence to be on planet Earth named Roseanne Barr at this very moment. Absolutely. I can appreciate that. However, I would just like to remind you that the reason that she probably feels like a big flaming pile of dookie duke right now is because of the words she chose to say. Yeah. So it's not like she, it's not like, oops, I made a mistake and, um, you know, forgive me. It's, I made a mistake. I apologized for the mistake. I took the apology back for the mistake. I threw a bunch of other people under the bus. I made the same assertions that got me in the mistake in the first place. 
And then I kind of apologized. And then I attacked a bunch of other people. And I'm still up after 48 hours tweeting incoherent uh, thoughts. And now I believe in one love for all people. Excuse me? You need to go to Go Away Island for a while. Well, and actually, yeah, that's actually part of my point is that she has like processed this entire thing over Twitter. And it's impossible to know where we are with her, right? Because every single feeling or thought she's had, she's literally processed all of the stages of grief many times in the last few days. And so when she speaks, I don't know what to believe. Well, and not only that, but like in what world... Just go away. Mm-hmm. Go, just go away. Take a beat. I am so done. Like you know, it, it, it is what it is, and and we talk about these stories, and they're important because they actually mean things. I've seen all of these people talk about like this is dumb. Why aren't we talking about all these other stories? You can do two things at once. You can walk and chew gum. In fact, science proved this week that that was actually a good thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we should talk about it. We should have the uncomfortable conversations. But insofar as like Roseanne Barr herself is concerned, I don't care what she's feeling right now because there are a lot of people who actually deserve our thoughts and energy and we'll probably get to most of them in the show. So for her to come out of her house and be like, I believe the children are our future. I mean, OK, I don't know that you're sober right now, so I'm not really paying attention to anything that's coming out of your mm-hmm. mouth. Right. Well, how about you know what? If she won't go away, she won't take a beat. Maybe we can take a beat. Yeah. Well, until we until we can't take any more beats, which will be Monday. So, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take a beat all weekend. What'll happen is that you'll go. Oh, oh, Roseanne, that poor woman. She's being crucified by all of these people. And then tomorrow, she's gonna come out at 4 a.m. and go. All y'all should die. And we're gonna be like, oh crap. Heed our warning. Yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. So, you know, we were so busy (laughs) reading Roseanne's beads yesterday that we never got to Samantha B's beads. Well, Megyn Kelly is talking about Samantha B and Roseanne, and we need to talk about Megyn Kelly talking about Samantha B, who wasn't talking about Roseanne, but was talking about the president, I think the president's daughter, and called her, oh God. On TBS, Samantha B was going after Ivanka Trump and the criticism that she made of Ivanka on her father's policies when it comes to separating children from their undocumented parents. Fine. Totally fair game. But she called Ivanka Trump a feckless C-word. And to me, it just was so jarring. To me, hate is hate. And I think she should be condemned for it, too. It's not to word police. It's just hate is hate is hate. We, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, Just yesterday, we were talking about, about how Bill Maher uses yeah. this word about women. Yeah. And it's no better when a woman uses it about a woman. Fair enough. I mean, I th- of course, yeah, it's never constructive to call anybody uh, the C word or, or any word that's in the ballpark of, of that type of uh, language. But will there be any backlash against her? Uh, look, she's a comedian. But is it okay to call a woman a C word if you say it's a joke? No, and I, don't, I actually don't think that we need to compare the two because... Uh, again, Roseanne went out and said this not in the context of making a joke. She went out and said it in the context of being an outspoken person on Twitter. I, I, think, I don't. I think you're splitting hairs. Well, I, be, beyond this, they're though, both wrong. Beyond period. This, I, I do feel like I'm not saying they're not both wrong. I, I do feel like we have. Oh, 
that's where we are, you guys. It's been a rough few days. It really has. So not only, there is so much to unpack here. I don't know if you have a particular angle that you would like to start beating this pinata with. No, I want you to start beating the pinata. Is that because you... I just need to take a beat. (laughs) Employed a certain word on occasion. Listen, I won't, I will not. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. It's a terrible word. I will not. Uh, I will, I won't, uh, what was I going to say? Deny. I won't deny that I've used the word before. Um, but it's not in a public forum. Okay. See, I'm glad you said that because, and if you're just joining us, we're doing our three at 1203, Samantha B, the issue. We didn't talk about it yesterday. She called the president's daughter a C word, right? Nobody says on television. Nobody goes, well, actually, I take that back. There are people who are probably like, yeah. Most mm-hmm. people were probably like, whoa. Yeah. That's a big word to be using on your show. Remember how yesterday, I think it was yesterday, all the days run together, we talked about how pressing that on button is uh, here in the studio is an incredible privilege. Yes. I assume the same is true when you have a TV show that you have an incredible opportunity and privilege and you get to decide and you have a lot of control, but you also have a lot of responsibility. You and I wouldn't use the word. I mean, mostly because we would be fired. Correct. On our show. I'm saying we Mm -hmm. wouldn't use the word. I'm not going to say I've never used the word. I that's just a that's a word. Mm -hmm. But there are other words, but that's everybody's got their words. Yep. In the UK, they use that word all the time. Yeah. Means not what it Tuesday. means here. It means right? Tuesday. It doesn't mean no, Tuesday. It doesn't. Please You're don't right. go to the UK and say, <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> Colleen and Bradley. But um but uh you what you said was hinting at the bigger point, which mm-hmm. I believe is context. Mm-hmm. It's all about context, right? It's all about context, it's all about perspective. And I feel like all week long, all we've been ready to do is just point fingers at somebody and go, see your you're the bad person. Mm-hmm. We can do that, but like it's going to get old really fast because before you know it, we're all pointing fingers at each other. Best, I think, to do what we've kind of tried to do all week, which is understand what happened, mm-hmm. talk about why mm-hmm. it might not be the best thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then make changes. And then, you know, deal with it accordingly. Yeah. But there's this like, we did this, so now we have to do this, and now you once said this, and now I'm going to, I mean... We can do that, but like I don't think we're gonna get anywhere. It's not gonna get us anywhere. It's or spinning our wheels. Learn anything? Absolutely. So, so I don't know what that says, but it's National Donut Day. I'll tell you I what it doesn't donut say. In Thirty minutes. <laughs> you better you better donut up. When we come back, Holly Roberts is bringing in all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Get your donuts on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought the dirt from... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hollywood for us. Hello, Hollywood. This is your hey. Hi. We're going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Excellent. That's where Kanye West... lovely. It is quite lovely. And Kanye West premiered his latest album, Yay!, there it yesterday is. To yay. A, yay to a couple hundred lucky fans and friends and family by a campfire in Wyoming, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And uh, the reviews are in and lots of people are liking it. They're saying that it sounds like old school Kanye. I was listening to some of it earlier today. And and that's true to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It seems a little more, mm, I don't know how to compare it. To some of the more recent things that we've been hearing is from it, him in the world of music. Yeah, at I least. was going to say, is it old Kanye with a smattering of whoopie doo scoop, scoop dee dee whoop? Like you're going to do that, that one more time today, and then we're done. Whoopie doo scoop. Oh, oh. Well, that was your one time. Whoopie doo scoop. I can do it whatever I okay, want. Okay, actually, you can't because I want you to understand something. We've worked together long enough. Do you want to answer for me? Because I will. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you don't, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Turnabout is a bitch. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, the true. listening party was held in a barn <laughs> space, and uh, Kim was there. Kim Kardashian, of course, Kanye's wife, Scott Disick, Pusha T. Kanye produced his album, so has nothing to do with Rhyme Fest. That was another beef from earlier this Got week. Got a lot of beefs here. Got a lot of beefs. So Big Sean. Where's Scooter the beef? Brown. It's in Jackson Big Hall. Beef Montana. <laughs> exactly. Well, Big Beef Wyoming in yeah. this case. So that is out. You can stream Kanye's EP now. There's only seven songs on this album so they're calling it an EP some are saying that Kanye's maybe beef with Jay-Z and Tidal are limiting the amount of music he he can release today oh that's interesting yeah so that's happening also where's Mark Steinis that is what the internet wants to know today now we haven't talked about Mark Steinis and Probably Since ever. The early 2000s. <laughs> Probably ever on this show. But he used to be the co-host of Entertainment Tonight. He it's had a real good been, show. It is a real good show. <laughs> and he had been serving as a co-host of Hallmark Channel's Home and Family, which is a lifestyle a series. Yes. Oh, he was a co-host of what now? Home and Family. Okay, I've never heard of this. On the when you first channel. said that he was a Hallmark host, I'm like, I didn't know they had hosts on the Hallmark channel. Like, they go, and now here's some really sad uh, story about a woman who meets a guy and all his limbs fall off and then they still fall in love and then he dies. Wow. wow. Okay, green light. <laughs> really uplifting. Now I'm looking at the home and family uh, section of the Hallmark Channel's website, and it looks like it's a lot of, well, lifestyle things. I'm looking mm-hmm. at recipes of cakes and bars and also how to decorate your Christmas stocking. I digress. Anyways, Mark Steinis, he did have a job as a co-host of Home and Family with Debbie Matinopoulos, but that is no longer the case. And the reason this story is so hotly trending is because it happened so abruptly. Mark Steinis is not giving any reason why, nor is the Hallmark Channel, which means possibly there's something juicy going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Ooh, yeah, juicy. that is interesting. Of Home and Family. And I'd be curious. I, I will be, I, I will keep my ears open. Again, I mean, do I really care about Mark Steinis? Not really. Nah. Um, but, you know, uh, I used to watch him when he was on entertainment tonight it's a real big show it's a real good show mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Entertainment tonight is a, a real good show. show. Sing along, everybody, if you know the words. Uh, if you're looking at your calendar for 2019 today and you want to pencil in a visit to Coachella next year, oh, fun. Mm-hmm. pre-sale tickets are already available today. Oh, but, my gosh. But there but are no acts There's one, one minor glitch to that. Okay, there's, that's a move that drives me crazy. What is the glitch? When they release the tickets and there's no acts yeah, booked. There's no acts booked. This You're, is this happens though. Like this is like a a new trick that music festivals are doing. You can get your tickets dirt cheap real early. Yeah, but these tickets aren't dirt cheap. The lowest price is gonna be about four hundred fifty to five hundred dollars no. uh-uh. for well, the three look, days of the that festival. Is perfect for the Coachella audience. People mm-hmm. want to pay ridiculous amounts of money not knowing because let's be honest half of them are going to probably be on something and not even realize yeah, they won't even there. know where they are they could have a drag queen that's like doing you know uh beyonce numbers can we start a music festival let's if that's the yeah, case for sure yeah. all right let's do it know to getting on that we need a caller to play the 30 second pop culture challenge 651 30 seconds five questions you'll win a prize if you get them all right on the colleen and bradley show my Talk 1071. Everything. Loves you, baby. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. It is the 30 second pop culture challenge on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second clean and what are they playing for we've got julie on the line in holly what's julie playing for today i might talk 1071 summer swag bag Woo-hoo. oh lucky you julie julie bobuli the time open your mouth Whoa. wow Whoa. is there a party going on over there julie no it's lunchtime at a daycare oh, Fun. oh All yes right. that well, is a party ah. i'm moving up to i'm moving <laughs> I thought that was you, honey. All right, so once you're ready to go, we can... Yep, I'm ready. Okie dokie, here we go. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Mary Hart and John Tesh were the hosts of what infotainment show? Entertainment Tonight. Who was Nicole Kidman's first husband? Uh, Tom Cruise. Who starred as Danny Ocean in the Ocean's Eleven reboot? Uh, uh, um, John... Yep. Yep. I don't know. Do you want me to pass? Yeah. Herbie the Love Bug is what kind of car? Beetle. Ben, ben Affleck and Matt Damon won their shared Oscar in which category? Um. Uh, actors. Nope. Uh, ah! Oh, Oh my gosh, you were so close. And I'm so sorry you didn't win today, uh, but we will well, fill in the blanks for you. She was able to get three out of five with children yelling at I her. I know. I mean, that seems like a feat. It is. I feel like she had it on the tip of her tongue. Mm-hmm. The Ocean's Eleven, who played Danny Ocean in the reboot. George Clooney. Exactly. And the other one she got wrong was... Ben Affleck and Matt Damon won their shared Oscar in the category of Best Original Screen Play. <sighs> Sorry, Julie. You can try again Sorry, on Monday. Jules. We do that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Sorry, Jules. And now that we're done with that game, we like to solve some mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has cultivated for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a 
A-list mostly movie actress mm. who has an Oscar. Oh. Okay. An A-list mostly movie actress who has an Oscar. Here's your blind item. She is a really good actress and deserves that Oscar she has. This A-list mostly movie actress, despite being the recipient of a lot of grief on the set of the movie she's promoting right now, says everything is hunky-dory. She was singing a different tune during filming almost every other day or so. So this is a film she's currently filming. Not filming, promoting. Oh, promoting, promoting, promoting. Who's out promoting movies right now? Um, Old, uh, older women from that movie with the oh, thing. Oh, oh, like a Jane Fonda type. Uh, Is it from that movie? Uh, no. Okay. Um. Oh, a hand. Is it a Disney movie? Okay, it's not the Han Solo experience. Oh yeah, I don't even. Also, the name of my youth. Um, Stop. Original comedy. Uh huh. Thank you. What can you give us any hints on the genre of the current movie that is being promoted? I think the movie would be considered a action comedy. Mm. An action comedy. Oh, Melissa McCarthy? Uh, no, this movie is going to be released next Friday. Oh. And these people have started doing a lot of press for this movie. It's very high profile. Okay. Why am I drawing a total blank? Have we been anticipating this movie? Yes. Oh. Now, I don't know if you, Colleen, and Bradley personally have been anticipating uh-huh. this movie, but it's had a lot of buzz for the past year and a half at least. Okay. And is it, it's not a sequel to anything? This is a standalone? Well, oh. it's a mm, adjacent experience. I don't know oh. if you'd call it a sequel, but it is related to films of the past. Oh, is it the Ocean's uh, oh. 8? There you Lady go. version? So the, who's in that? Uh, like everyone, Sandra Bullock. Uh, this person has an Oscar. Okay, I got to go to the Google box because I am drawing a blank. Uh, I should know who all the women in this movie are. Right, um, Halle Berry. Uh, She's not in the movie. Oh, okay. oh, 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 oh! <laughs> I want oh, her to oh, be. Oh, 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 Riley Auto Parts. Oh, no, Anne Hathaway. Hi. Oh, okay. Yes. Here's your blind item. Anne Hathaway is a really good actress, and she deserves that Oscar she has. Uh, And Anne Hathaway, despite being the recipient of a lot of grief on the set of Ocean's 8, says everything is hunky-dory. She was singing a different tune during filming almost Mm. every other day or so. Uh, So, in other words, I mean, was she, like, being, like picked on on the set is that what we're to believe from that or that- i don't know okay but i will say that anne hathaway has been doing press for oceans eight yeah she was just on the today show yesterday morning uh-huh. talking about how cool it was to be a part of this cast and how everyone got along so well yeah see because what i what i'm you know when i read that blind item it says despite being the recipient of a lot of grief on the set of the movie which tells me that she but you know listen she's the recipient of a lot of grief in life like we all are perpetrators mm-hmm. with the yield Anne Hathaway. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, all right. Okay, moving on. By the item. We have a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor to consider mm-hmm. in our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Permanent A-list, mostly movie actor. Here's your blind item. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actor pushed hard for a recent turn of events in the news cycle. 
because he wanted a happy ending for the movie he's producing. Oh, God. Please tell me it's John Travolta. Uh, oh, that, that would have been, been too good. delicious. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I immediately think of Morgan Freeman because he's been in the news a lot lately uh, for bad reasons. Okay. That, that is um, a good guess. But I don't know. Yeah. I now, this isn't anything bad this person didn't do anything bad however this person recently was part of the news cycle for uh a particular reason okay and allegedly the reason why is because he wanted a happy ending for his movie that he's producing he Mm. wanted a happy ending for the movie he's producing Mm mm-hmm Sounds so cryptic. Like he wanted to change the end of the movie. Like maybe he wanted to change history and manipulate it so that his movie that he's producing will now have a happy ending. Hmm. What? This, I, per- this is all going to make sense. I know once we solve well, the mystery. I mean, presumably, but it's not helping my brain right now. Okay. I will say that this person within the past week has visited the White House. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, none of that said Miss Kim Kardashian. No, this mm. might have slipped under the radar, maybe a little bit. I mean, we didn't talk about it uh, here on this show, but uh. this person in permanent A list, he is known for his action roles. Tom Cruise? No, oh. uh. I'm surprised Tom Cruise hasn't been to the White House. Me too. Yeah. Uh. No, this guy is known for his roles that star with the letter. Are two um, very significant roles starting with the letter R. Roger <laughs> Rabbit? No. No. Nope. Uh, Roger more muscles. Oh, Rambo, Sylvester Stallone. Oh. What That's is he right. producing I, right now? I remember hearing a story about him going to the White House. Yes. He is producing a movie about Jack Johnson, the first African American heavyweight champion. The president just granted Johnson a pardon. Interesting. So what the blind item is saying is that Sylvester Stallone really lobbied for this so that his new movie that he's producing about Johnson will have a happy ending. Wow. That is interesting. Hmm. All righty. Okay, let's let's do one more. Yes. Yes. An A-list reality star with a very, very lucrative side gig is the subject of our final blind item. This is confirmed. A name is attached to it. Here we go. This A-list reality star with a very, very lucrative side gig is going behind the backs of the company that made her all that money because she wants a bigger piece of the pie, which she thinks she will get with this other company. Problem is, though, the other company's products are crap. A-list reality star with a very, very lucrative side gig. Sounds like a Kardashian to me. Is it... uh, Oh, now we just have to pick the Kardashian. Well, the, presumably it's makeup girl. Kylie? Yeah. Mm, exactly. She's the only one that, like, we're, she's got volume that the others don't have. That's true. So Kylie Jenner, she, of course, has Kylie Cosmetics. Apparently she's going back behind the backs of the company that made her all that money because she wants a bigger piece of the pie, which she thinks she will get with this other company. The problem is, though, the other company's products are crap. Now, Kylie Jenner has been dragged in the past for selling subpar 
makeup brushes oh, yeah. from that same company, which is ColourPop, where you can get the same exact brush set for like a third of the price if you just buy it on that company's website versus oh Kylie Jenner's. So basically, if you're buying Kylie's cosmetic, you're getting grifted. Yeah, so. it's, and that's yeah, your fault. You should have known that in the first No, place. I feel like that's an idiot tax right there. Yeah. You know? Also, do you remember there was like a, there were, for like a week, there were like a bunch of stories about how um her eyeshadow smelled bad and yeah. people were getting you know their they were getting Dying, their kits <laughs> no but they would get kits with nothing in it i mean you can do better kylie mm-hmm. you can All do right. better thank you holly kylie. for those delicious blind yeah, items that was delightful yes now when we come back our google trends expert is going to be telling us what you've been googling all week and if you think roseanne doesn't make the list you're wrong. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. It is Friday, and it is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Friday means you've had all week on your computer Googling all kinds of things. Well, we've got a Google Trends expert who is going to tell us all those things you've been Googling all week long. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. We've got Molly Vandenberg on the line. And Molly, we love hearing your voice because it means it is Friday. How are you? I'm doing very well. And I love hearing y'all's voices, too, because I feel the same way. (laughs) It's Friday. Have Um, you had a donut yet? I have not had a donut yet. Are you aware that it's National Donut 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 Day? Day? I have heard this, but I just haven't had a chance to go get one, and that's really sad. Well, I've got great news for you. Uh, there's a lot of day oh left. Oh, my God. So I was you like, are you going to give her donuts? No, we don't yeah, have any to I'm spare. sending you donuts. We ate them all. Sorry. Molly, <laughs> you have all day to get a donut in your body, so uh, I have faith that you can make that happen in celebration of National Donut Day. But that Thank is you so much, Colleen, for believing in me. I, I, I believe too. <laughs> well, um, I don't suppose uh, you have any idea why exactly Roseanne was trending this week. <laughs> yes, I do, and I think a lot of the country does. This was a very unfortunate situation that transpired, and definitely one of our bigger news stories of the week, in which ABC canceled its hit sitcom Roseanne on Tuesday after the show's biggest star, Roseanne Barr herself, wrote a racist tweet. And so we saw a lot of searches around that and around the different responses from co-stars, from other like TV executives, et cetera. So definitely a hot topic. Now, one of the things I'm hopeful about, and I don't know if you have metrics that can help kind of measure this, but I'm hopeful that in addition to, you know, people looking at Roseanne's career and understanding what her opinions maybe have been in the past and those ways that people would be uh, engaging Google on this topic. I'm hopeful that they were also using Google as like an educational tour tool to understand better what, you know, what about the tweet was racist, why it was racist, that kind of thing. Did you see any uptick uh, in those types of search terms? Yeah, so not necessarily specifically looking for that, but we did see a lot of what was the tweet, what did she say, and a lot of the news coverage, I think, did a really good job of breaking that down, and I think that that, those sorts of queries give people access and insight into that discussion to be able to understand what was said, why it was problematic, and the consequences of of her actions, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and I imagine that, um, you know, not too far behind Rosanna, at some point, uh, Samantha B happened, right? That had to be part of the the same sort of, you know, maybe not to the same degree, but she made some comments literally the very next day that got her in some hot water. Definitely. We saw a lot of traction around that as well. It was a big week for a lot of social discussion and, like you said, some remarks that were off-color and inappropriate. Okay, so um, from one B to the other, so Samantha B to the spelling B, we talked a little bit about it at the top of the show, but remind us again why spelling B trended this week on Google. Yes, Spelling Bee trended this week because it happened. So the Scripps National Spelling Bee took place on Thursday night. And it's always really fun around the Spelling Bee because not only do you see people looking up, you know, what term one, what does that term mean, but then you also just see your regular kind of -of run-of-the-mill how-to-spell queries that happen throughout the country every day. So that's always pretty fun with the Spelling Bee. I, by the way use uh the internet always to learn how to spell things because if i forget it rather than like depend on spell check i always go and like put it in a search bar so i can see what the definition is to also make sure i'm using the word properly because i don't trust exactly. myself right <laughs> and i think you're not alone in that and in fact we did some pulling of trends in terms of these top how to spell blank trends in each state across the country and in minneapolis it's super califragilistic espialidocious oh my so god that's a little unique this is hilarious my kids in their school classroom just got uh special rewards if they knew how to spell that word and my kids were really? practicing it i'm not kidding you for the whole week i was like awesome do you know how to spell tomorrow because that one is an oft misspelled word as well and i'd like for you to focus yeah, on let's focus some on of the those. words that you're actually <laughs> going to use at some point yes i i would say super califragilisticexpialidocious not really in my daily vocabulary nor was the winning word of the spelling bee which was koinonia which colleen actually knew because her parents like in the 70s it was like a normal thing to have these koinonia groups in certain churches uh, so, yeah, I knew the word, but other people were like, what? <laughs> Interesting. Well, then you are in good company with Karthik, the eighth grade winner from McKinney, Texas, the winner of the spelling bee. But I had no idea what it meant or how to spell it. So uh, and, more power to you. And now everybody knows. Well, uh, I'm sure Bradley knows why the Murph was trending. But many people who don't do CrossFit don't know oh what God, that trended the Murph this week? is. It's just Murph. Yes. Yeah. The Murph trended this week, and yes, Bradley, I hear that you are big into CrossFit. Is that right? I compete. I'm just going to say I I do CrossFit, and I did uh, do Murph on Monday. I was going to ask, so you did it. Oh, my gosh. I am so impressed because I had to look up what the Murph was, and I know for a fact that I couldn't complete this. But what it is, it is is an exercise consisting of running a mile, then doing 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 slots, and then topping that off with another mile. So very, very intense. And the reason why we saw it really trend is because it was Memorial Day, and the routine was originally devised by the U.S. Navy SEAL Lieutenant Michael Murphy. And that name might sound familiar because he was immortalized in the book and film Lone Survivor. So a nice way to pay tribute, and a lot of people took part. John Krasinski took part, and... I wish I could have, but I can't even do one push-up if I'm being realistic. <laughs> the awesome thing about CrossFit, you know, is that you can uh, scale it, Molly. So next year you can, you know, maybe just do some, uh, a few less push-ups. You'll be fine. I was hoping you were going right. to say you finished the whole thing with a donut, but 
Uh, no. I did brunch. Oh, that works. So <laughs> that works. That, yeah. You earned it. Yeah. Molly, thank you so much for sharing what's been trending on Google with us this week. We'll talk to you again next week, okay? Absolutely. I will talk to you then, and thanks again for having me. Thanks, thanks Molly. Molly. That's Molly. She's our Google Trends expert. We check in with her on Fridays to see what you all have been Googling all week long. Okay, so it hasn't just been that Roseanne controversy that we have talked about. ABC was involved kind of in another racist-related controversy with another one of their shows, The Bachelorette. It has been a week, man. I know, right? So we talked about it really briefly yesterday. We mentioned it on Tuesday, right before all of the uh, the Roseanne stuff really was going down. But now the subject of that controversy has issued an apology. We're going to go over the apology. We're going to tell you what he said when he apologized. And uh, we're going to talk about how apologetic that apology was. There's a lot of apology going on. I apologize for that. <laughs> we'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.